0: The Olympics are starting in China this week. Uh, I think they've already started. I'm not sure. Um, China continues to be an oppressive society and are using the pandemic now to squeeze their citizens. I think it's another it's another day to talk about China because they're so evil and no one in the United States seems to give a damn. And they keep proving it over and over and over again. So let's talk a little bit about China. This is Gene and you're listening to Dumb Talking Politics. Hey, hey! this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. All right. So, eight chapters are done in my book. I I got through, what did I do? I got through five chapters. I I needed to, I'm actually working on chapter nine and I have to, I have to go in and I have to rewrite chapter nine. It's terrible and I'm missing part of it. I don't know what happened on it. So let's get, let's get to it. Okay. Here's some news. I'm not going to have a lot of commentary about this news simply because it's been spread all over the world. Anyway, everyone's talking, Fox is talking about it. Daily Wire is talking about it. Reuters, everyone's talking about it. I just don't see the point of talking much about it because I'm sure you've heard far better commentary. I don't believe that. I think my commentary is pretty good, but I, I'm pretty sure you've heard a lot of commentary about it. So the first thing we're going to get to, let's let's talk about some of the news. So COVID news, uh, Reuters has reported that there might be antiviral effects which could be therapeutic for ivermectin. Oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, they made fun, ivermectin, is a is a um, a drug that's actually is actually anti. It's a dewormer, is what it is. It gets rid of parasites. And ivermectin, it was thought by some doctors that it might actually help you with COVID. So, Joe Rogan, who's of course we talked about that on Monday, was made into Satan because he took ivermectin when he ended up with COVID. And he said it helped. I had ivermectin uh, and a couple of other uh, drug cocktails and it worked. He ended up getting, being cured after like two or three days. And well, people who used to say, well, ivermectin seems like, he was accused of using horse dewormer and all this stuff, even though ivermectin has been used for humans for the last 50 years. Well, apparently some Japanese company decided they're going to research this, and guess what? They found some antiviral uh, effects. So there you have it. Remember, you whenever there is a conspiracy theory out there, um, that conspiracy theory, you have to wait six months before you determine whether it is conspiracy theory or whether it's true. It is almost six months to the day. That Joe Rogan was being cursed out by CNN and MSNBC for using a a horse dewormer, when in fact it wasn't a horse dewormer; it was a therapeutic. And by the way, it was assigned to him by a doctor. So, and this is Reuters. This isn't Daily Wire or Fox News that says this. This is Reuters. Reuters is kind of a leftist uh, news organization. And by the way. Why is it this Japanese company decided to do this study and nobody else did this study in the United States? Why didn't the the United States actually take a look at the uh, effects of ivermectin on this? You know what I think? I think because nobody wants this stuff to end. And so they don't want, I mean, therapeutics right now are really being ignored. Pfizer has just released another therapeutic or are getting that therapeutic approved by the FDA and that therapeutic is not being approved. Why not? That cheap-ass vaccine that doesn't work, that cheap-ass vaccine got approved in like a month, uh, three months. And all of the therapeutics aren't. Why? Why? Because the vaccine doesn't work. The government doesn't want the vaccine to work because they want to keep their power. I'll go a step further. Neither does Pfizer. Pfizer doesn't want the vaccine to work. They want to keep pushing the vaccine. It's money, money, money. It's power, power, power. That's politics, money and power. Okay, well, here's another study that would have been condemned six months ago, seven months ago, because, or a year ago because of anti-science, Johns Hopkins has released a meta-study about lockdowns. Uh, A meta-study means they have taken a group of studies and put them all together and come up with this. Quote, while this meta-analysis concludes that lockdowns have had little to no public effect on health, they have imposed enormous economic social costs and social costs where they have been adopted. In consequence, lockdown policies are ill-founded and should be rejected as a pandemic policy instrument. In other words, all the lockdowns we had in 2020 and 2021 were BS. They didn't work. It found that the COVID mortality rate was dropped after, during the lockdowns by point. percent Now, not 2%, 0.2%. The study continued, the the cost of society must be compared to the benefits of lockdowns, which which our meta-analysis has shown are marginal at best. Such standard benefit cost calculations lead to a strong conclusion. Lockdowns should be rejected out of hand as a pandemic uh, policy instrument. Wow, I think that's pretty straightforward. I wonder if Joe Biden is going to... John Hopkins is a medical school. I wonder if Joe Biden is going to... And Tony Fauci are going to follow the science. And I put that in air quotes. I somehow doubt it. Researchers also pointed out that there are, like, lots of unintended consequences for lockdowns. Like rising unemployment, reduced schooling increase in domestic violence, and a surge in drug overdoses, which all have happened. I wonder if they're going to follow the science. And by the way, Omicron looks like it's petering out. New York used to average about 40,000 cases a day in the beginning of the month, end of December. Uh, beginning of January, end of December, they're now down to 4,000 cases a day. It looks like Omicron, the Omicron surge is done. Okay, so that's good news. I, remember we talked about the corruption of Black Lives Matter on Monday? Here's in our second story here. Um, the California Department of Justice has ordered BLM to turn over all their financial records. They are going to question whether they should be a nonprofit organization, and whether they should go after the leaders of BLM. Now, I, I personally think this is just crap. California is a leftist or, uh, leftist state. BLM is a leftist organization. I don't think BLM is going to cooperate, and I think California, the DOJ of California, is just going to blink first. But it does show that BLM is possibly is now being looked at a little bit more critically than they were before. So just append that to my story on Monday. Okay, and another story, which I I really, I I think it was pretty terrible what she said, but I I think it's important in the long run. And we're going to talk about this a little, we're going to talk about this on Friday when we get to our stupid stories. And I have some fantastic stupid stories this week. You can't miss my stupid stories on Friday. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended from The View for two weeks for saying that the Holocaust was not about race but only about man's cruelty to men. Um. By the way, that would be news to Hitler because he did refer in Mein Kampf to Jews as an inferior race to Aryans. So yeah, no, Everyone, I I guess Whoopi believes this, but Hitler was wrong when he wrote it and started killing Jews. Basically what she's saying is this can't be, we can't that the Holocaust can't be about racism against the Jews because the Jews and Germans are both white. Now, something to point out here. This is what the left believes they do not believe white people that there can be any racist incidents against white people when you see a black guy beating the crap out of a white guy that's not racism if a white guy beats the crap out of a black guy that's racism because racism only goes one way only against only when violence is done against white people against people of color that's racism But if people of color commit violence against whites, that's not racism. And we're going to talk about that again on Friday, because the ADL, the uh, Anti-Defamation League, changed their definition of racism. And even though you probably heard about this, it's just too bizarre to ignore. So she got suspended for two weeks. All right. You know, I don't believe in cancel culture. I really don't. But I also believe in double standards. I don't believe in double standards. So question. The View was on ABC. Do you know what other show was on ABC? The Roseanne Barr show. Question. Roseanne Barr was fired for making a comment. Kind of an innocent comment. Because she didn't know that this person was black. She got fired for making a comment about a black person. This woman, Whoopi Goldberg, made a comment about an entire group of people who were suffering from genocide, and she got suspended for two weeks. So why isn't she fired? She should be fired. And apparently people from ABC are calling for her firing. So it just shows the double standard. Okay, now I don't know. What's wrong with people at CNN and not being able to keep their pants on? This is our third story. Um, But Jeff Zucker, the CEO of CNN, has resigned for not reporting that he was having an affair with a staffer, a junior staffer. Uh, This came about during the Chris Cuomo investigation, who was sexual. And Chris Cuomo, of course, was sexually harassing a bunch of people. And that came right before one of his producers was arrested for having sex with a child. And and this, this Zucker thing comes before another staffer was found out having sex with children. So, you know, CNN, yeah, they're doing great, apparently. It's no wonder their ratings are so bad and their shows suck. It's because they're too busy having sex with kids and people and stuff like that. Maybe they'll get better now. I don't know. Uh, in our fourth story, uh, Joe Biden is sending 3,000 troops to Germany, Poland, and Romania to counter Russia's aggression toward Ukraine. That's great, but not one troop better die. There better not be one death. They could get into a car accident. There better be not one death to those troops, or this is going to be Afghanistan all over again. I don't think anything will happen, but you never know. And finally, Something that I'm really going to bring up in January, 24 police officers have been shot and 10 police officers have been killed in the month of January. In all of 2021, just to give you some perspective here, 74 police officers were killed. With that, we are looking at a we are looking at a trend of 120 police officers being killed this year. That is about a 50%, it's about a 40% increase. And by the way, two police officers were shot yesterday, uh, were, shot on, um, were shot on the 31st, and they're both in critical condition. We don't even know if they're going to survive. It could be 12 people in January, 12 police officers. As you can see, we are getting into a really ugly place in this country where police officers are now being hunted. And it's happening. It is happening. Okay, so let's get back to something that is um, not important, but it is important, but it's not as important. It's not more important than anything. But let's just get back into things that really are going to be ignored by the media. And that means conservative media too. I think conservative media is just as guilty of this and i'm sorry this stuff bothers me so according to the wall street journal the beijing 2022 olympics that opened friday will by many measures be the most complicated on record china's zero covid approach which we'll talk about later because that's important with strict testing protocols calls effectively puts the games in a bubble geopolitical tensions are high governments are protesting the country's alleged human rights abuses i i the wall street journal is a very moderate paper i do like them um the country's human rights violations are not alleged they are doing it we've got pictures we know exactly where they are doing it Anyway, continuing, abuses and warning about state-backed cybersecurity threats. (coughs) At the heart of it all are athletes navigating a maze of issues around health safety politics and free speech while competing in one of the most important events of their lives team members have gone to great lengths to avoid catching COVID-19 in the days leading up to the games some stayed away from loved ones for weeks or months many are leaving their phones at home over spying concerns okay that's zero COVID policy that's a thing that's a that's a big thing we're going to talk about that next But concerning the Olympics, and I'm going to say this again because I think I said it last month, we shouldn't be there. This is a corrupt, oppressive, and genocidal country. This is Nazi Germany on steroids. But I'll go a step, and we know it. This isn't a secret. At least with Nazi Germany, we had a clue something was happening, but we didn't really know. We know what China is doing and we're okay with it but i'll go a step further when it comes to that i don't think the athletes i should want to go they're not safe some here are some of the things the us government is warning the athletes about this is a Awesome. This is awesome. I mean, first off, there's the COVID restrictions. Um, they will not be able to leave the Olympic campus. So, you want to go have a beer? You're not going to be able to go to mainland. You're not going to go anywhere to go. You, you have to stay on the campus. Beijing organizers have decided to require that all participants be quarantined for 21 days, which means you have to show up in Beijing, test negative, and then still stay in your room for 21 days. Hey, you know, here's that's great for training, by the way. Here's a question. I bet you the Chinese aren't doing that. Yeah, they're not doing that because the Chinese do not want the United States in peak physical form. So they want them to be uh, held away for 21 days. And by the way, I thought China only had 5,500. This is still According to the CDC, China only has fifty-five hundred COVID deaths. So, why are why is China China worried about COVID? Yeah, because they don't have fifty-five COVID deaths. They probably if we have a million, they probably have a few million. They're a much bigger country, a lot tighter together. Uh, athletes will be tested daily, and China is bringing back the quote more accurate end quote anal swabs so that'll be awesome i'm sure some of the guys on the swim team and the gymnastics team will be fine with it but for the most part i know i shouldn't have said that it's so wrong i so it's funny though um but yes those are coming back if two confirmed tests after arrival are positive beijing 2022's protocols require that that individual be put in an isolation hospital isolation facility, again, another concentration camp, or a hospital until the systems are completely gone and they have two negative COVID tests within a 24-hour period. Wow, that's not extreme, huh? If they do have a test positive, then the athlete must prove that they are healthy enough to continue. An athlete can't just say, you know, I'm fine. An athlete must prove they're fine. I don't know how you prove that without being a doctor. I mean, if you have to keep taking tests, that seems like that would be the proof, but no, the athlete has to prove it. Listen, I think these restrictions are set up for a reason. I think China wants to win. They want the most medals in the Olympics. And the best way is to get the favorites out of the way. I mean, this was a country that took the Taiwanese medals, added them to their own medals so that they could beat the United States in medal count, even though Taiwan is not part of China. So that's great. They just want to beat the United States. This is all a show. I will not be watching the Olympics. I I will not be watching the Olympics. NBC can go straight to hell. And apparently, I'm not the only one. They are expecting this to be the lowest rated Olympics Well, since the last Olympics. Okay, other things the athletes need to worry about. um, Leaders of several Olympic committees, including Team USA, have advised the athletes not to bring their phones to China. Get themselves some burner phones, some, some temporary phones. Don't bring the real phones, and that's because of government surveillance. surveillance. Yeah, there's that's great. Some competitors feel their personal safety's at risk. Yeah, they should. These these athletes point to tennis star, Chinese tennis star Peng Shui, who disappeared from view when she accused a politician of of sexually assaulting her. So these people are going over there even though they're not sure if they say the wrong thing, which by the way that's another thing they've been warned not to talk about politics not to talk about china just sit there shut up because we don't even know if your room's bugged they they you know they're concerned for their safety and yet they still go there we'll we'll get to that in a second because i do have this raises one big question here and of course athletes Are warned not to talk about politics, which I just said, but a Beijing organizing committee member said that behavior that is anti the Olympic spirit, which doesn't really have any kind of definition, um, will lead to certain punishment. Now, he never defined what that punishment is, and he never designed, well, what does it mean, anti-Olympic spirit? What does any of that mean? Yeah, he doesn't define it they're leaving the door open. That's what they're doing. So if I sit there and say, if I sit there and say, China sucks ass, I could presumably get punished. And that punishment could be, I'm sent, you know, back to the United States, or that punishment could be, I'm sent to a concentration camp. We shouldn't be over there. There was some great advice given by a commentator in Hong Kong before Hong Kong was stripped out. This was the greatest advice, very simple, very intellectual. Do you remember? I, I'm going to bring this up again because it really is something that we, we can't forget because it was such a great statement. Listen. you Donald Trump, do you think he should step in? Donald Trump, don't trust China. China is asshole. The Biden administration should have made it very clear not to go over there. That we just don't send any of the athletes and let all the countries fall. Because I got news for you. If the United States said no, I'm pretty sure Japan would have said no. Australia would have said no. Singapore would have said no. A lot of countries would have joined in in the protest. And I don't understand what it is. He set up a diplomatic boycott. What a stupid thing. Kamala Harris isn't going to go to the to China for the Olympics. So the frick what? Who cares? But I wonder about the athletes. What are they thinking? Now, I understand that Olympic athletes have a very short shelf life, right? They only have a f- few times to win the Olympics. But they are going to a country where they're going to be completely isolated. And they're not going to be able to go anywhere within that country. And they're worrying about being spied on and possibly if they do something that China doesn't like, being ghosted. And it's not like China hasn't done that before. They disappear. Is it worth it? For me, it probably wouldn't be. I'd say, you know what? I, yeah, no. I, I think I'll just take this one off. And I'm a lot of these guys are already rich. So it's not like they're not making any money. But yeah, no. Okay. Um, FBI Director Chris Wray had some very stark words about China. And the reason he's very upset with China right now is because they are thinking there's going to be a huge cyber attack by China within the next couple of weeks. They also think there's going to be a huge cyber attack from Russia. Now, the good news is I think Russia is not going to attack Ukraine until the Olympics are over. But he said at the, uh, he was a keynote speaker at the Ronald Reagan presidential library. And he said that a a cyber attack is very likely in the next few weeks. So this is what he said. There is so much good we could do with with a responsible Chinese government, crack down on cyber criminals, stop money launderers, reduce opioid overdose deaths. But at, this, at the FBI, we're focused on the reality of the Chinese government today. When we tally up what we see in our investigations, over 2,000 of which are focused on the Chinese government trying to deal, steal our information and our technology, there is just no country that represents a broader threat to our ideas, our innovation, and our economic security It than China. Okay, you know something? This is... I'm so glad he said this, but where the frick have you been? This has been something that we've been worried about with China since early 2000. This isn't something new. Why is no one dealing with China and the terrible things that they're doing over there? And we've known it for 20 years. We're still talking. I also, it also makes me wonder why Joe Biden is still sending him Of course, it's money. It's money and power. Joe Biden is getting a lot of money from China. And he knows he'll have a ton of power if he can get into bed with China. Um, but he brings up another point, which, again, we've known for 10 years. And I mean, it's in the newspapers. He says this, China may be the first government to combine authoritarian ambitions with cutting edge technology, technical capability. It's like a surveillance, ni- surveillance, I, I can never say that nightmare of East Germany combined with the tech of Silicon Valley. I mean, this would be an awesome comment if we haven't been talking about this for the last five years. Silicon Valley is working directly with China to control information. The Chinese people here enforce China's social credit score and help China in their surveillance programs. To make things worse, these companies, and specifically I'm looking at Apple, Google, Facebook, give their technology to China because it's required to do business in China. They don't do this for the United States, by the way. Remember, Apple wouldn't help the FBI crack the encryption their encryption codes for the terrorist phones in the San Bernardino attack in 2015. But meanwhile, they'll hand the Chinese government their encryption codes. Because it's required by law for Apple to do business in China. And the business they're doing in China is based on slave labor. Specifically, in the Uyghur province. It's no... And here's the other thing. It's no secret Silicon Valley wants to do the same thing here. They want to control what you hear. They want to control what you say. They want to control... They want to know everything that you do. And that's primarily for profit and spreading the leftist ideology. That's what they're doing. They're doing it here. We're seeing it now. We're complaining about it now. China wants the United States to be China. And Silicon Valley, for profit mostly, is helping them do it. All right. Last story. Yes, I'm running late. Oh my God, but I can't skip this because this is kind of a big deal. So in this last commentary, I discussed that China has something called a no-COVID policy. It's the same policy that the United States is trying to develop, the same policy which is forcing you to wear masks, restricting your movement, you need a mask when you go on a plane, our kids have to wear masks, crap like that. It's the same policy that they're trying to push in the United States. By the way, it's a policy that has been rejected in Sweden. It's a policy that's been rejected in the Netherlands. It's a policy that has been rejected in England. They are, it's been, it's a policy that's been rejected in Germany. They are not going for this no COVID policy because we are at a point now where we're going to have to live with this. It's, I've got Omicron. I've been vaccinated twice. I've got two shots of, I'm not getting the booster. Well, because why would I get the booster? I've already got Omicron. It's over for me. And I'm pretty sure I had Alpha. So it's pr- I'm pretty sure I am I am done. I am done. And most countries are saying the same thing, especially in Europe. They're saying we're done. Well, China has a a, a no uh, COVID policy and they you and they basically are restricting the movements of their people. They are setting People, they're saying that people have to stay in their houses. They can't work. They can't do anything. They can't travel from province to province. But they're going a step further. They have a, and and here's the problem with China. Here's the problem with China. They are going to use this uh, no COVID policy. And they're going to make the restrictions under their no-COVID policy permanent. They have said this. It's going to happen. There's never going to be one COVID case that's going to be acceptable in China. And we're trying to do that here. Here's the problem. People are ignoring it. Scott Adams released a a video where he said, on February 1st, COVID's over. I'm not wearing a mask anymore. Now, Scott Adams, who did the Dilbert cartoons, is a lot older than I am. And I'm not reading this off a script, so I might go off a little bit. But Scott Adams said that uh, on February 1st, he refuses to wear a mask. And he lives in California, where I live. And he's been walking into stores without a mask. And guess what? He's not getting kicked out. And he's just celebrating this. Now, I love Scott Adams, but duh. I never wore a mask when California went back to the mask mandate. I walked into Walmart without a mask. I walked into grocery stores with them. The only place that made me wear a mask and then I just took it off was Costco. So, you know, you have to show your card at Costco and you have to have a mask on before you walk in and they have masks sitting there waiting for you. I would show my card, walk in and then take off my mask. And guess what? They didn't say a word to me. The mask mandates are over. COVID is over. And it was over on February 1st. Greg Gutfeld said it. Scott Adams said it. Most Republicans are saying it. The statistics show it. That COVID is officially over. We are going to have to live with this damn thing for the rest of our lives. There's no choice. It's. Deaths under Omicron. Are not much worse than the flu. It's just another flu. It's never going away. China. China has decided to have a no-COVID policy, make that policy permanent, but they're not doing it because they don't want to see their people die. They're doing it because they want control. You wonder why we're still wearing masks? Chad's listening, I'm sure, I hope. Chad doesn't have to wear a mask. He probably does, and he's probably going to get boosters, and he's got reasons for that. I'm not going to talk about his reasons. He's got reasons. I totally agree with his reasons. But uh, people like me, no, I'm not doing this. And Josie and I fight about this a lot because Josie says, well, you got to protect other people. It's not my job to protect other people. I got to worry about my family. I got to worry about Josie. I got to worry about our kids. I don't got to worry about anybody else. If you you you've got a, a pre-existing condition, you need to worry about yourself and you need to do which you're going to do about yourself. I can't worry about you. I need to live life and I'm not going to be stuck. I don't even carry a mask anymore. It's done for me. Well, China has decided to make this simply about power. Now, they go to real extremes in China. They have an application. Remember I told you they got a social credit score? <coughs> They've got continual um, surveillance on their people, they've got an app on their phones that actually will tell you whether you're allowed to travel on a train or in a car from one province to another. Last week, there was, this is an interesting story. Last week, there was a guy who he read his little COVID application that said, you're green, you can go and he already had covid he was already immune and he was walking to the train station to go to another province because he had some business and when he was about to board the train the the little thing said red he's not allowed to go and then this is what's wor- this is what's terrible in china the police knew where he was they went in they arrested him and they brought him back to his home. And of course he's complaining about this now. There is a city. There is a city. A city in China. who is That is debating the policies of the Chinese government. This is how revolutions start. And we're seeing a revolution in our country right now. That this pandemic. It is being embraced by the left. As a way of controlling the people and the people are saying, F you, we're not doing it. All this crap up in Canada, which I'll bring up now, where the truck drivers are now protesting. Tens of thousands of people are protesting. And Trudeau, the president Trudeau in Canada, then ran away like a little bitch And yes, I did cuss, ran away like a little bitch and hid because he was afraid that he was, his life was in danger, that violence was going to be done to him. They have been protesting in Canada for over a week. These truckers are blocking everything. There is no way things are coming from Canada into the United States and vice versa because of these truckers. These truckers are being called white supremacists, racists, sexists. Homophobes, they're protesting the COVID lockdowns in Canada, which, by the way, Canada is not the United States. Canada is not a free country. Let's call it what it is. They have no First Amendment, they have no Second Amendment. They're arresting priests for refusing to close their churches. Canada is not the United States. And they're protesting wildly. These are where revolutions come from. Question for you. Question for you. Where is our protests? I mean we're seeing some protests. Oh, let, let, let me let me hit one more topic about the Canadian. There have been reports of major Canadian um, major can, uh, violence in Canada and, and graffiti and just they're destroying everything these truckers. Yeah, they... No, they're not. There has yet to be one arrest of a trucker. There has yet to be one area where the protests have gotten violent. The statues that they... First off, I find it amazing that Canada... The United States is reporting. Statues are being torn down in Canada. This was reported by MSNBC on that stupid-ass Morning Joe show. That, oh, they're ripping down... Uh, monuments, Canadian monuments. Um, You guys have been supporting them ripping down statues all last year and even this year. And you're worried about Canadian monuments being ripped down? Yeah. The one Canadian monument that was, I guess you would call it graffiti, was a statue that had a hat put on it and a sign put on it. No paint, No ripping down of the statue. Someone put a hat on it and someone put a sign on it. The government in the United States is lying to you. The media in the United States is lying to you. This whole COVID thing is about power. COVID is over. It is the left that is not celebrating science and not acknowledging science. Johns Hopkins and Reuters have, I said this in the beginning of the podcast. Are showing you that um, yeah our lockdowns aren't working. CNN has said our masks aren't working. Doctor Wen on CNN has said yeah these masks aren't working. Fauci has been lying since day one about this whole pandemic. And we we also hear now lockdowns aren't working. Vaccine they're not even introducing therapeutics. Therapeutics that we are beginning to realize are working, they're not allowing in the United States. Why is it this vaccine was was approved so quickly by the FDA, but the new Pfizer therapeutic is not? Huh. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? We need to stop. We need to start fighting for this. We need to stop with the masking thing. We need to stop with the vaccine thing. These people want you to take vaccines until you're sterile. And yes, I believe there is some issue with that. We need to just move on. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. You will not see any uh, commentary about China, but you will see, uh, not China, about the uh, One Health Policy the tracking apps on the phones. By the way, the tracking apps on the phones in China, they want to make that permanent too. What a shocker. I got news to you. I don't know how close we are to meeting revelations and we're getting chips put in our arms or tattoos on our arms. But it's coming in the United States if we do not fight this. Good news? We're winning the fight and we're not even fighting it. It makes me wonder too. I know I'm going off again. But it makes me wonder too, you know, we started a revolutionary war against the most powerful military uh, country in the world in Great Britain over attacks on tea. And yet we're being told we can't move. We got to wear a mask all the time. Our kids are committing suicide and OD on drugs and can't speak because of these draconian rules that we're placing here and we don't fight against that has our country gone that far down the answer is yes it has and strong people like us need to sit back and say no more it's over we don't need a we don't need a freaking vaccine we don't need a freaking mask or if you need the vaccine you get the vaccine we're smart enough that we know what we need and when we need it okay visit my website at dumbassertalkingpolitics.com i've got All sorts of links there that I think are worth reading. On Friday, we're going to do our stupid stories of the week. And I tell you, it's packed. It is packed. This is going to be one of those that's going to take me another 45 minutes, 10, 12, 13 stories. And I'm going to have to go through them because they're they're just insane. Good news is most of them are just, hey, this is what happened. Um and I don't have anything here. I'm going to be able to get through all those stories. Okay, so this is Take a look at the links. Take care of yourself. I'm off tomorrow. I'm going to be writing my book. I'll tell you about it on uh Friday. This is Gene and you've listened to, Dumbass to Politics.